Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, Upper East Siders, and welcome to Gossip Guys, the podcast where we recap and analyze and just basically talk too much about the popular CW show, Gossip Girl. I'm Andrew Green. Hey, what's up, guys? It's Aaron Davidian. How are you guys doing today? Uh, let's talk about last week's episode before we jump into this week's. Episode 2, Wild Brunch. All right. For last week, uh, we left off with some pretty crazy stuff going on at this brunch. Not just Eggs Benedict and a carving station. No, there was some drama. Uh, Someone got pushed. So Chuck got pushed. And it's, it's a God. long time coming for Chuck to get pushed. I mean, he's done some shit, you know. But last week, at least he did not rape anybody. Uh, we saw Dan and Serena break up. Yeah, you know, one yeah. date, one and done. One and done. And it's, it's tough. It's tough. I was... Are you I hurting? Feel, I, I feel like you're I'm hurting. a little speechless. Yeah, I feel I f- it hurts me because I like them together a lot. I like them together a lot. I felt Dan was a little too judgy and a little too quick to react on this. They're both Not insecure. Sure. Everyone acts you know, out of insecurity in this show. He just he takes it everything so personally, and I think he's new to this life, and he should just have fun with it and enjoy it. So let's let's see what happens in the next episode. And that next episode, this third episode in the show for the podcast and the show is called Poison Ivy. And as promised, well, we didn't actually watch the entire movie Poison Ivy that we this tried. Ep- we, we tried. We tried. We we looked online and we thought we found the full-length movie on YouTube, but it turned out to be a 1985 Michael J. Fox TV Which movie. Which is a whole other podcast, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> yeah, that one sounded way better than actually the 1992 Poison Ivy movie. We watched the first six minutes in a really horrible quality. It was jerking around. It was it was not it was not enjoyable. It, it, no, listen, uh, some movies just don't hold up from 20 years ago. It happens. Yeah, we watched the trailer, and the trailer was actually pretty good. The trailer good. was great. I mean, yeah. we want to watch the movie, but without buffering. Yeah, so maybe maybe in the future we'll get to it. But it made me excited for potentially some weird lesbian, like, swinging happening in this episode. But that's... Okay, so spoiler alert. It's Poison Ivy, the episode of Gossip Girl, has nothing to do with Poison Ivy, the movie. Yeah, I learned that now. So they're just like their puns or... I don't know. But actually, the reference is, of course, to Ivy League schools. Because mm-hmm. it is Ivy Week. And there's the big Ivy League mixer. And if there's one thing that you have to do from the Upper East Side is go to an Ivy League school. Otherwise, what's the point? Exactly. And the... The cat or the I don't know the teacher or whatever professor at the high school Constance. What's the high school? Give us Constance that. Billard is the school for girls and the school for boys Jay is St. Ju- Jude's. Jude's. College is the most important thing in the world. Listen, kids out there, go to college. Okay, people aren't going to respect you without where, a college degree. Where else are you going to spend your money? Um, so yeah, so basically this episode starts with a lot of getting ready. It and started a, with a with a good. Uh, starts with a great opening number as well. We got Fergie. We got acapella. First class up in the sky. Champagne. Living a life. We might get sued. So that's enough of that song. But uh, but yeah. So we start with a little uh, little uh, acapella. Jenny's singing with the. Some of the, I don't it's, know, the it's a good way to wake up, you know. That's a, a good, that's a nice assembly in the morning. Oh right? yeah, and, yeah, and glamorous is a perfect song for the Upper East Side and for this school and for these characters. And we saw how everybody enjoyed their mornings. Uh, Nate and his father went on a run as they usually do. Nate won, but the captain, the captain does not like to lose. Yeah, okay? and, and, he, and he made up. Oh no, you cut me off. Yeah. So I, I'm, I would love to see you win if you don't cheat. Son. So the captain's a dick. I think we all know this. By the captain now. might be my least favorite. So parent. far, yeah. And then speaking we, of parents, uh, Blair in the morning oh, was doesn't have one. <laughs> doesn't have one. It was a very well written scene where she's. You think she's speaking to her parent, but no, it's her maid Dorota. All right, and I love the uh, the line where Blair says, "Do you feel you're getting older as you watch me grow up?" And it's not her mother she's speaking to. So sad. It is really sad to me. I mean. Blair does some bad things this episode, but we also, we know, like, she has a lot of pain in her life. These people all have so much stuff There's going so on. much scars in this. Yeah, and we're only three episodes in. Like, the previously segment felt like a show that has been going on for a season. But it's only it's, two episodes it's two that episodes, previously. Yeah, and uh, Dan, of course, his getting ready is basically cutting himself shaving 18 times. Yeah. Like, someone, just, his dad must not have taught him how to do Just don't shave. That. Just, you know, do the electric razor, keep it scruffy. Well, also, like, do, do anybody ever put 
put those actually little like white things on it's like toilet paper. To, well, yeah, but do do people actually do that when you cut get cut? Like I've cut myself shaving, but I've you never. You just let it go. I just let it go. You just let it bleed. Let it bleed out and then dry up. Dry and, up. Yeah. So you have that big like dried blood spot on your no, face. No, I wash it. <laughs> okay. I mean, I kind of just like. Basically, yeah, just rinse it out until Sometimes the blood's gone. Sometimes if, like, I, you know, you gotta stop it. If you want to keep shaving the other places, if you don't really want to be dripping blood. I think it looks cool. Okay. I, I, I <laughs> no, know. I don't know. Like, I guess I I've never know. cut it enough where it's, like, gonna keep going. So Andy's a vampire. I am a vampire. I'm a hemophiliac. No, uh, so, yeah. So, basically, we learned a lot about Dan this episode. He can't shave. And Serena was late. Serena was late. Because she slept at the Ostroff Center with her brother. Which is adorable. She's keeping tabs on her brother yeah, Eric. she's a big sister that's yeah nice. exactly like that. she's she great. protects her little brother and i mean lily her mom doesn't really she's kind of like why are you late and uh you know make sure you get into brown or like, whatever <laughs> Just, yeah. all the parents are basically like make sure you get into you know blank ivy league school because they each have one except rufus like. rufus is like whatever makes you happy son we're all hippies here and rufus well yeah rufus is wonderful we all know that rufus is the best after that we basically well so serena on her way to like to look like leaving she basically says she wants to start over she wants to just get through high school in peace and just start a new life that is serena at her core that line of her just being like i just need to like get through this and move on but like I, she's not going to be able to obviously well that's high school i think yeah. i think a lot of a lot of kids feel that you know once i get through high school things are going to be different then my life will actually start you know this is kind of like the the start and the stop the the struggling the you're figuring it out, and then, yeah, college is when it all starts. Yeah, it or, never ends. The carousel never stops turning. Exactly. But Life you, sucks and you die, kids. <laughs> There's a lesson for you. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Happiness on this episode. And then when she comes in late, she basically... She's she runs like, into Daniel, she in, She's like, course. don't tell me that it's over. And Dan's like... Yeah. It is over. Were you not there? Whoa, and, slow down, buddy. She's asking about the assembly. Not about Not everything is about you, pal. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, get over it, all right? It's only been a day. Move on already. You don't get over Serena. No one does. No one Even gets Blair. Over like Blair, no. it's her best friend. She. That's the one that's the hardest thing to Have get over. Have you seen Serena Vanderwoodson lately? Good She's Lord. looking great. She, she looks the Lord. best in a tie that I've ever seen. Oh, God, um, I want to be that tie. <laughs> but anyway, so Blair basically comes up and has a nice, like, your favorite line of the episode. Oh, my favorite line was... Brown doesn't offer degrees in slut. Is that a way to start the morning? I'm not sure. I don't know. But that's how Blair likes it. Yeah, exactly. Oh, my God. No wonder they need to be drinking. Like, Or else it just hurts too much. But, you know, then that we segue into field hockey, the sport of choice amongst the Upper East Side. I particularly enjoyed this scene. It was, it was very, very Teen Wolf, which is a show that happened after. They did that for lacrosse. But it was funny. Like I, I, They have those scenes all the time, but it's like, oh, he's about to wolf out and be mad at all his rivals. Yeah, well, this is just not, them. not the same. This was more sexually arousing for me. Uh, Teen Wolf's not arousing for you. <laughs> not, no, no. <laughs> oh, man. Well, this was great, though, because like, Blair was just beating, beating the shit out of Serena. Yeah, those, uh, those short skirt uniforms were let's doing say, it well, for let's, me. Let's, uh, <laughs> the polo shirts. Let's pull that back a little okay. bit here. Uh, okay. But yeah, basically, then it comes to physical blow, where they're just basically fighting, and then Blair pretends that her legs hurt, and Before it gets Serena that, like, kicked out. I mean, we could describe the fight a little bit, where they were like kind of wrestling on the ground with each other, and... You know, maybe a boob fell out that we didn't see, but That's whatever. That's not true. <laughs> That's not true. This is a, it's a kid's show, Aaron. <laughs> I don't know if you're watching the same show I am. <laughs> this is wholesome entertainment. It's a CW. Yeah. It's family. Um, yes, wholesome entertainment as Chuck walked off to wake and bake during the assembly. Very wholesome. <laughs> well, yeah. Chuck goes on to different rules from everyone else. But anyway, so now they all have to go for their interviews to see if they can be the usher at the mixer. Because that's a very big deal. Because you get one-on-one time with people. Yes, you get to know the representatives of the school that you want to go to or your parents want you to go to, in and Nathaniel's case. Exactly, yeah. And, and Dan and Nate are both have their... Well, Dan has his eyes and dreams set on Dartmouth and Nate's dad has his eyes and dreams set on Nate, Nate going, going to, to Dartmouth. Dartmouth. And so, and we get to see a nice intercut of their two inter, like interviews, where Nate just basically says, "I'm not sure if this is my first." He literally, first yeah, he doesn't want to go. And, and Dan like is adorable in this scene, like about like he's just you know he's totally Dan and just kind of flitting around to and from, 
and, and saying all the different yeah very like, insecure nervous it's insecure Try, nervous it's, but it's, it's smart he's smart he's clearly intelligent and, and he knows the three like principles of Dartmouth whatever it was consideration just, just have some confidence Dan hey just start, like, he you was know. great but it doesn't matter it doesn't matter Nate gets the usher job because he because a, money always wins and legacy and and yeah and basically he's like last in his class or whatever Dan said and Dan's second. Who's first in the class, by the way? Do we know that? I don't know. I want to say Blair. That would be a good guess. Okay. I want it to be one of her minions, just because they don't get any like they don't get to say anything. Like they're they spend this episode treating her fake illness on her leg. <laughs> so they're that stupid. So I don't think they're going to be <laughs> that's in the I don't, true. I don't think they'll be number one. That's true. And I think that's the way Blair likes her minions. That's stupid. True. That's true. Jenny's coming for number one when she when she's in junior year. Oh, she's Jenny, I one. love Jenny. She is adorable. You just want to like pet her and like you know cuddle with her like a little puppy. She she is just really cute in this episode. Really really nice. But we'll get to her because something exciting happens with yes. Jenny later in this episode. Oh, but we do actually also see Chuck Bass's interview where he just says, why should I be chosen to be an usher? I'm Chuck Bass. And, well, that worked. Because <laughs> that's all that matters. That's all that all matters, right? yeah. Because when you say, I'm Chuck Bass, there's no argument and, there. Unless you're Jenny. Uh, and you don't want to have sex with Chuck Bass, which some people don't. And that's okay. That should be allowed. Chuck needs to learn this as we go forward. He'll figure it out. He'll work on it. So, uh, Serena... Runs into Dan after his interview, or after learning that he didn't get the usher job, and he's of course pissed. Takes it out on Serena a little bit. It's it's kind of mean, uh, you know. He's projecting right now. She represents yeah, the world that he not, is getting he, not allowed to be in. Not allowed to be in. He just lost his girl. He lost the Dartmouth thing, so he takes it out on her. And, and you know, and, but his point is still accurate. Like you know, she her parents where they go to school, Brown and. Yale or whatever, and like, and he has just no nothing to kind of go back on. It's not that he she didn't deserve that. No, she didn't deserve still, it. But yeah, yeah. I don't. Th- it's not her. It's not her fault. Oh no, I don't think he can blame her. I don't think he can blame the world that he no. lives in. And you can't blame this is someone world, for being rich. <laughs> yes, he also and he's he uh, voluntarily joined this world. Okay, That's his true. father wants him to go to the school. You know, so they could go to PS one thirty nine if they really didn't like it, if they didn't want to be a part of it. No one wants to go to PS one thirty nine, bro. <laughs> was that Arnold School? Hey Arnold, I think that was his, wasn't it? I don't know. I like that. We'll just say it is. <laughs> yeah. Or it was like one of the ones where like Hillary Swank was like teaching people how to read. It's, it's, it might be the same one. <laughs> uh, there, it's always PS one thirty nine. Uh, so yeah, but basically. Uh, the other thing that's happening is, like, Blair is not done. Like, she is pissed. Blair is in a full-fledged war. Yeah. She wants to go at it. So what do you do when you're at war? You, you recruit people. You, and her first recruit and Chuck only recruit. Bass. Yes. Chuck Bass. To figure out why is she back. Why? Like, what happened? There's clearly something. There's clearly a secret that she's not telling. We all know this. We all know what it is. But, but they play, don't. They don't. And so, and it's very easy for them to uncover something. And that's Chuck follows Serena. It's a small island. It's, it is a small island. It finds, yeah, follows her very quickly and just inconspicuously in a limo. Like, you don't think Serena just is seeing, like, this limo There's follower for about... There's a lot of limos <laughs> on the Upper East Side. That's true. There's a lot she of She probably doesn't yeah. even notice yeah. limos anymore. She doesn't know which limo it's hers anymore. <laughs> exactly. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, and basically he sees Serena walk into the Ostroff Center. Takes a few pictures. Exactly, and then uh, brings his, his evidence to Blair, and mm-hmm. they all basically like, hey, you should be in the CIA. And that is a spinoff, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Chuck Bass. That, wait, that was, that was a Josh Schwartz show, Chuck. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's where he got the idea from. No, no, Chuck, I think, happened before Gil, uh, Gossip Girl. And Chuck, is a, Chuck Bass is a very different Chuck than <laughs> the Chuck we see, Chuck Bertowski. Who's delightful, by the way. So yeah, basically they assume that Serena is is, is an alcoholic a, going a there for addict. yeah drug addict and going there for treatment. Which isn't that like should you support her to go get treatment? Uh, why would you want to use it against somebody? They're trying to get help. They're well, just kind of rude, actually. It's, it's really mean. <laughs> it's really mean. But hey, this is war. And not- war on the Upper East Side is uh, it's no hold bars, yeah. take no prisoners. There's nothing. Yeah, <laughs> it's no fair. We have Dan storming in at home. And he just goes right to his room and he even apologizes. Probably, like, hugs Cedric, his cabbage patch, you know? Oh, yeah, we don't see. That's off screen, yeah. but we know that happened. Cries to his pillow. But he apologizes for his melodramatic entrance. He's great. He's, he's very Dawson's uh, creek. 
Uh, and then, yeah, but basically, he, you know, bemoans that he lost to Nate, who, you know, last year he had an original thought and it died of loneliness, <laughs> which is such a Dawson's line. And, so and coming to the rescue is Rufus. His dad, of course. Yeah, Rufus goes. He goes to school, St. Jude's, for boys. <laughs> Thanks. And he, he, he finds one of the... Uh, one of the attendants staff? Yeah, yeah staff, staff that like helped choosing the ushers and, and she's like it's out of my hands you have yeah. to talk to the the head of the committee the head of the parent teacher committee who is none other than lily vanderwoodson lily yeah. of course their former flame the one they have like the best chemistry of anyone on the show clearly it's rufus and lily and well we don't actually see them really bicker we just see him come back and it's like hey guess what you're now the refreshment, refreshment boy. <laughs> you're, you're, you're head of the refreshment committee. So he's pouring drinks, but he's going to be at the mixer, and that's all that counts. And then who turns out to be the head of the entertainment committee? Rufus Humphrey himself, for a little Rufus Unplugged. He's going to do a little acoustic version of his, of his show. Because, yeah, he's just going to play some music. He's, he's always thinking for him his career as well. Yeah, you have Good to. Good for Rufus. I mean, yeah. yeah, he's doing them both. You know, that gallery's not going to pay for that school lamp. <laughs> And I wanted to point this out. We actually kind of glossed over it when we were talking about Chuck and Blair together. They were sizzling together. They were sizzling. They I, have I some really, great sparkly I re- chemistry. I really enjoy And they're really that. good together because they're both just so evil. Huh. But, well, at least Blair has so much insecurity. We know Chuck does too, but we haven't really... He's so one-dimensional at this point. But they come together on schemes. And oh, I like yeah. That. And they're they very find good that common scheming. ground. And, and, and Chuck even is like, oh, is this where your bed is? And, and then, like, you know, there's that. And that ends, yeah. it ends the... Like, the kind of momentum that they you had. You can figure out how to repay me later. Exactly yeah. what he said. So some foreshadowing, perhaps. Or maybe just wishful thinking for Chuck right there. But they do... They're great together. They are. Like, this is the couple... Like, Blair and Chuck should this be together more see. than Blair and Nate. I mean, obviously... Because yeah. Nate's still in love with Serena. And, and Blair is just using... Like, she's kind of like, yeah, this is the perfect... Like, this is what the plan was. Yeah. But... Chuck is just as good for that plan of hers of, you know, basically dominating the upper. Yes, because I think you can tell that you can tell, you know, Blair's not feeling the whole Nate thing anymore. It's just it's not because it hurts when you're cheated on. Yeah. And he's basically just an object in whatever she's maneuvering. Mm -hmm. You know, he's a he's a piece on her chessboard right now. There's no it doesn't we didn't I don't even know if they had a scene together in this episode. They, well, they were reading together. Oh, that was it. That was, and there that was, was yeah, it. yeah, reading together where Nate. Nate is, just looks at it and says, "Ah, fuck this." Nate has never seen a book before. <laughs> there were no pictures, so he couldn't handle <laughs> exactly. it. Exactly. So, uh, and also, there's a ther- therapy sh- session going on with the Vanderwoodson family. So we had Serena and the mom basically tugging on Eric, like, "Yes, you're ready to leave," is what Serena says. And the and mom's, then her mom's like, like, "No, you can't leave," because the mom doesn't want to be embarrassed. Doesn't want people to find out her son tried to commit suicide. Not sure that's the best thing that's for not, her son. No, it's not. But the, at the same time, not sure what Serena wants is the best thing. So what do they do? Compromise. Yes. Hey, and great. This therapist is doing her job. Yeah, she is. Yeah. So basically that uh, Eric is Because her gonna, job yeah. is to make sure everybody ends up at the same event in each episode. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The therapist is there. She's she's the writer. Yeah. <laughs> she's just making sure this plot is, is going and, and the engine's moving here. So Eric is going to be... Serena's date to the mixer. So now we have Eric, Serena, Lily, Rufus, Dan. Dan. Jenny's going. Jenny's going to the to the mixer. She's going to be the roadie for exactly. Of course, Chuck and Nate are going to be there. Uh, and parents are going to be there. Parents are going to be there. We got Barb Bass sighted. Barb Bass, Captain was there. Of course. So hey, let me ask you, something, Andy. Okay. Yeah. Um, you're watching this for yeah, the yeah. first time. I'm. I, I know how this goes down. Are you seeing the pattern? Of each episode? Oh, the pattern is always basically a blow-up or big social situation. Like, we got they the brunch, always, we got the yeah, party, we got the mixer. They always end at the, the, the culmination is, is the social gathering. Yeah, Every yeah. episode. Yeah. I, I love it. It's, it's great. great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's simple. It makes it easy to follow. Because <laughs> we're just kids watching this show. <laughs> yeah. Just teenagers with no attention span. Yeah. So we can wait till like the last ten minutes to know they're always going to be at an event. That's well, and and it also it seems so realistic for these characters because they're always there's always something event. to do on the Upper East Side. Yeah, you, exactly. know, you can't just stay home. No, God, no. You would. That's that's social suicide. Is ex- what that is. Exactly. Well, basically, at the event, Nate is struggling to talk to. I think his name is Dell. 
the petting zoo that was the book so if that's a real book let us know yeah it, but it's apparently was inspired by the, the lorax. lorax yes the lorax Dan which is, i did not yeah. see that movie i didn't either yeah. uh, i mean I, and I, I think i've I've read the book i probably read it um, but yeah it's i mean it's an interesting like this is an ivy league guy and he's very pretentious and he wrote a book that's based on the lorax <laughs> like, yes and and nate has no idea what the lorax is or even who dr seuss is yeah. or william Faulkner for that case <laughs> yeah and, and Dan is trying to help Nate he's just basically like here's all this knowledge that I have say it he just basically wants someone to use the stuff that he's been practicing his whole life for I don't think it's more of him being helpful as just kind of like getting out all this just nerd somebody, stuff yeah. he's just like I want this to be said and then Nate is just like hey man you should take this drink to Jed you should tell these things he, he doesn't want it so he, he stalks off and the captain grabs him immediately where are you going <laughs> I don't want to go to Dartmouth. I said it. Back off. And it was just like you could see the pain in his father's face. It was just he dropped. His mouth dropped. How could you? It's the only time we've seen the captain off guard. And uh, Sad well, moment. I don't know if it's sad. I was That was the, the best Nate's been in this show. He's finally doing something for himself. And uh, But the best thing that's happening in this mixer is Jenny meeting Eric. I'm really enjoying this. Je- I, like, uh, they, they would make the most beautiful they're blonde babies. so, like, adorable. <laughs> they're, just, like, too blonde. They look related, honestly. Yeah. I, you know. Uh, but they, they are hey, so you never know. <laughs> oh, you hey, never oh, know with no. this show. That's true. You never know. Oh, did I just... Oh, but I think that was one of my theories earlier, actually. You never that know. Lily, that Lily is her mom. Yeah, and so, basically, Jenny comes to Eric, and, he, and she basically is like, hey, what's wrong? And Eric just reveals everything. He's like, well, I think Eric's been needing someone to talk to that isn't a family member, that isn't a therapist, yeah, and somebody that's going to understand him, or and also somebody that doesn't really know him. Yeah, exactly. You know, and and I think you can also tell that Jenny is a genuine person, and that's hard to find on the Upper East Side. Well, she's not from the Upper East Side. Well, exactly, exactly. So this is exactly what he wants, like someone who's so different, Brooklyn. Brooklyn. Yeah. yeah, all right. Keep saying it. And so, like, basically just sit down in a corner and he just kind of spills his life. And Jenny is just the best listener, yeah. the best human. And Eric is just, like, lighting up and just, like, clearly, this is, like, he's getting he off so much. He doesn't have to lie much. anymore, yeah. you know? It's so much off his chest. Like, it's it's nice to see. Um, but the, the, thing, the other thing that's happening that's not nice to see, the Blair and Serena battle is going nuts right now. <sighs> God, fucking Bla- Blair. Well, Blair... The first battle, the first silo in the in this mixer battle is actually Serena because Blair is talking with her uh, Brown Yale rep, rep. Uh, Yale rep, sorry, and uh, and because yeah, Serena is supposed to be going to Brown. Mm-hmm. That's her thing, but she's like, no, I'm gonna I'm gonna go talk to this Yale rep and basically just just to fuck with Blair. Just, exactly, she just like kind of said, oh, he she doesn't like team sports or she doesn't like getting her hair wet or whatever. Basically, very insulting. Then just like whisks him away to the uh, the drinks and just basically ends their conversation completely. And that's when Blair's like, well, we're take we're next leveling this war. And so who does Chuck bring? The the head of Ostrov Center. And that is going to be the charity announced, like the head charity for yes. the uh the school. You have to give back. You have to give all, back. Giving yeah. back is good. Exactly. Uh and uh it's all part of the like the plan. All part of like the <sighs> the big plan, or or like what you have to be to be like a rich, per, like a rich East Sider has to be a philanthropist as you well. Have to, yeah, you have to lie. You got to cheat on your wife or husband. Cheat on your taxes. Cheat on your taxes, and also give to charity. Of course. Yeah, I mean you're gonna do one of those. You're not gonna pay your taxes. You're gonna give to charity because you can write that off. Yeah, deductible. Yeah, exactly. For sure, of um, so so they announce. That the Ostroff Center is the charity of choice for the school. Because it helped one of their own. And one of their own being Serena. Serena Vanderwoodson. And this is like... So Lily starts to freak out a bit. She's like, what is going on? Why? What? What is happening here? Because she thinks the truth is going to come out that like Eric... Like they're going to bring up Eric at this point. Mm-hmm. But Blair and Chuck completely miscalculated. This is the first huge mistake they've made. Well, that's not true. But it's, it's the biggest mistake, I think... Together. Well, together they've made. Yeah. And, and sh- they basically assume, they make an assumption, and we know what assuming does, boys and girls. It makes an ass out of you and me. In, indeed. And uh, that happened for Blair and Chuck. Of course, they don't really know. She just thinks she's winning right now. So Serena, being the great big sister that he is, she is, uh, the great big sister that she is, she protects her little brother and goes along with it. And admits to a drinking and drug problem. Just to, just, yeah, she saves, like, I don't know how she does it. She managed to, like, to actually seem kind of 
Like, if I'm watching that, I'm kind of touched. I'm kind of like, oh, yeah. she's being honest about her. Like, this is good. Like, this is it's probably really surprising for everyone here. Like, the, the problems never go out in the Upper East Side. They no. always keep it in. No, always inside. So it's very inspiring. But Blair still thinks she's won because Serena comes back to her hard in hand and be like, hey, can we just call it? Like, can we stop? Can we truce? And, and Blair's like, you're just saying that because you just lost. No, this is an ending. This is, I, I can't do enough to Forever. hurt you. Forever. For, yeah, exactly. Forever. Forever. A little Sandlot moment because, yeah, she had sex with Nate. And that nothing is equivalent of that. Well, <laughs> she gets to eat some crow. Here <laughs> a little bit. Eric is like, no, I can't bit. stand for this. And he basically also puts his, puts his mom down. Lily is like, no, I yeah. have to do this. And he goes to Blair and he tells her the truth. I'm the one who is at Ostrov. I tried to kill Blair myself. finally has some emotion. You know, she, she feels somewhat bad about what she, she did. She does. I think she realizes, yeah. oh, I didn't win. I Or, like, this was dirty. This was bad. And, like, if anything, uh. Serena, like, if we're going by moral, like, high ground, Serena is way higher. Serena is <laughs> yeah. way higher. Yeah. Um, and then also, I, Dan felt a little taken aback when when that happened. Uh, he thought Serena may have a drug problem, but no. Jenny was quick to point out that it is not Serena. Eric was the one of the off shots. I love she, like like three minutes before that she's yeah. like, "Oh, your secret safe." Never tell anyone. <laughs> but it's, but hey, Dan's trustworthy, yeah, right? Yeah. At least so far we know so that. So far, they're brother and, and sister. You tell your brother and sister enough. Well, yeah, I mean, I would say everything, but not that normally yeah. isn't the case. But in this show, they, like yeah. the siblings are really my favorite relationship so far. Like Serena and. Uh, and Eric are great, and Dan and Jenny yeah. are great together, and that's like I feel like rare on TV and movies, especially like normally they're always so antagonistic. It's a big brother and sister show. Yeah, you and know? I, I, and it's you're great. my big brother as we watch through this because I'm watching it for the first time. Yes, I will. I you're, will take care. You're my I'm Dan looking out to my you. Jenny, <laughs> or would you rather be Serena to my Eric? Yeah, uh, yeah, Serena. Okay, you want to be Serena. Yeah, okay, I don't know sure. what that says about uh, you. And I'm <laughs> suicidal. Great. Uh, so, but I got beautiful blonde hair. We both do. Uh, so, okay. So basically, this leads into Dan and Serena. Like basically, Dan apologizes. He 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 goes and he's like, "I'm sorry for kind of projecting." Like he he doesn't know about this world. Yeah, he did not. He doesn't understand this world yet. As much as you can try to understand this world, you're just not going to until the very final episode. Oh my god! <laughs> so we got six seasons before he understands this world, and it probably will kill him. That's my new guess. No. Oh wow! No, I don't oh, know. No, Dan, Dan, please don't die. Don't Upper East Side. Don't die, Dan. <laughs> yeah, zombies come to Upper East Side in the sixth season. So yeah, but basically he's just like you know, if you ever want to talk or not talk, I'm I'm here for you. And so there's obviously there's still something there. there oh, there They're is ki- so they can't much get there. away. And Serena's touched. Yeah, and she she loves it. And she's like, well, if hey, you never want to talk. Let's let's never yeah, talk. May, yeah, out. maybe take you up on that. And get, will you call me? If Serena says, "Will you call me?" You say yes, and Fuck you do it. it. How long do you have to wait? Would you just call as she's walking away right then, or do you like I wait an hour? I think Dan would. I think Dan, <laughs> Dan would. I would just be like. Yeah. I just run call after yeah. her, like yeah. not even on the phone. I'd be like, Serena, now, <laughs> let's not talk. Um, but when she's saying not talk. Do you think that just means they're going to brew together, or do you think that means not talk? That means, oh, we're going to have some hanky-panky. Well, I can't wait for some hanky-panky. Some dan key serena P. Nope, that doesn't work. That doesn't work. We'll edit that part out. (laughs) Yeah, hopefully we'll edit that part out. Uh, But yeah, so there's just... Well, I think he understands Serena, and and Serena needs time alone. Yeah. You know, a lot just happened. Oh yeah, she's like, I need to go now, but call me when this when, all yeah. blows over but nothing ever blows over which but is just it's the weekend exactly we'll wait, you know for next episode yeah, call for, next yeah. episode that's what she's saying the therapist wrote that in <laughs> <laughs> you can't go on any new dates until next week because we're out of time but we're not actually we still have a couple great scenes we got yeah there was uh, the uh... rufus and dan scene and dan's like thanks dad you know, I know I don't show it, but you're the best. And then, and Rufus is like, "We're men; we don't show emotion." But I would say that they're actually fairly yeah, they're uh, very yeah, sensitive they're very and sensitive. They, and they, and they they're the their new emotions. male, the progressive male. I mean, they're still yeah, obviously sexy and manly or whatever. But yeah, they're they're allowed to talk. They're they're this is a post Dawson's Creek world we live in. Right, well, I don't really want to call them sexy, but okay. Um, you don't think uh, Dan and Rufus are sexy? You know, you know you love Rufus. I I do enjoy Rufus. He's a good guy. He's a nice. His guy. hair's a little greasy. You know, it, it, people go through changes. You know, he's still that, like, grunge guy, you know? <laughs> 20 years ago. Hey, man. Guy. Sometimes hey, you want to hold ninth, on to your... the ninth coolest forgotten band. Your, you want to hold on to your history. You want to hold on to your past. 
And so he hasn't washed his hair since sex with Lily. He hasn't washed his hair since. But you want to save that you sex hair. You want to save hair. that. You want to sex save. <laughs> save that sex hair. You want to save that Lily sex hair. You should have just cut a lock of it and put it in like a bag or something. That's even creepier. It is creepy. So but... I, don't, I don't want to see Rufus as creepy because then he speaking, should have children. Speaking of creepy, uh, Chuck has added another notch to his belt. He's up to four now. So if you're drinking at home, have a drink. Uh, Who doesn't love Jersey Princeton girls? Because he had sex with his rep or whatever. Yeah. He switched to be He's... Princeton just because there was an attractive woman being the, like an attractive old, older woman. I would too. I will, Hell yeah. Who wouldn't? He... If I can switch, why not? And he can switch back. You know, it's whatever. It's Chuck Bass. It doesn't matter. This mixer, it's obviously like they make it out like this is the biggest thing and like, oh, now other colleges only, decided. They're only they're juniors. Funny. Yeah, we got two, more se- juniors. <laughs> we got two more seasons before okay, that college yeah. episodes are going right. to happen, I'm sure. Jesus. But I do want to point Let out that. Let them have sex. <laughs> I want to point out, this is like a, like the third time or I think each episode we've had an, like a thing where Chuck and Nate wake up in the same room together. They always are napping together, always sleeping together. I, well, he, Nate's on the couch. I, I know. They're partying hard together is I know. what they're I just, doing. I just, okay. I just think it's funny. I think Can't guys just party together I think there's with some random subtext. women? Oh, they can. But I would I would argue that Chuck and Nate are a better relationship than Nate and Blair. Oh, I, yeah. I, they, they, should, they should be together more you than know, that. You know, I think, and I think Chuck is, uh, he's also kind of Nate's big brother, all right? You know, that's a good brotherly relationship. So I'm very damaging. You're Nate. How about that? I don't know if I like that one either. (laughs) But you are closer to. Well, I don't know. We'll see. (laughs) We're going to learn more about you as this show goes on here. More about all of us. More about the world. We're learning. We also get a little bit more Jenny and Eric follow up. That's just adorable. I really like them. They are the best. Like, they're so cute together. All it took was one episode, and we're going to talk about relationships and maybe do like, some like our I, favorites. Yeah. But I, I think they already made it, maybe catapulted to the top. But and one thing we see that is that like a brown rep apparently sent flowers to Serena because that touched him because one of the people she thought she was at the off shop center, so they thought you know they were both like friends of Bill. Well, because like someone else that's well, no, an someone, AA reference. Gotcha, and someone. <laughs> And someone else that they knew went to the Ostroff thing. So it was mm-hmm. kind of like, oh, my friend got help there too. So even when Serena screws up, but not really, like she was just taking the fall, that helps her. Helps her career. It, good things happen to beautiful people, even when it doesn't necessarily look and like And beautiful it. people do the dirtiest things. And speaking of not that, but beautiful people, we have a beautiful scene. It was my a great favorite scene, scene of the show. Blair meeting Serena. Where like where is this? It's in Central Park, um, where the fountain is under, like where the stairs come down. It's actually it's very relevant in the whole se- series. It's a so. big spot. Well, because Blair said, I, "I I always know you'll be here mm-hmm. when you're down." And so she's like reading a book because yeah, on the bench it's raining. You she's know, wearing a great hat. It's a great fall New York afternoon. It's wonderful. And Blair basically comes. She takes this letter out of her purse that she wrote for Serena, but never sent it to her while she was away in boarding school. And it was basically her just putting her heart on her sleeve and just revealing telling everything. her everything how she felt, how her father left her mother for another man. Um, how things weren't going well with Nate. And how she was just so sad that she would leave. She was so alone that her best friend was gone. And didn't call. She didn't... She just left without knowing why. And she was just felt abandoned. And this is why... This is basically her saying, this is why I've been acting like this. And... But it also seems like you've been going through some shit too. So, can we... Is this going to be a truce? We have Gossip Girl end us out basically saying like, well, can there be... You know, we know there can't be two queens in one city... But is, is this a truce, or are there consequences still coming? Considering it's the third episode, I think both. There's going to be a <laughs> little bit of There's going to be, a, little gonna bit be a lot more. But this is it's really nice to see them, I think, be honest with each other and come together. Because they clearly have this past of a great friendship, but we haven't seen that. It's just all been kind of backstory. Yes, and, it's all been backstory. It's all been, you know, it's seen where they are now. And where they are now is two people that are growing up. And, and growing apart. Yeah. But can they recapture that friendship? And I think they're going to try. I think so. That's At the end of this, it seems like to me that this is a truth. They're going to try, yeah. Th- that they, they, there's still love there. There's still friendship. Like, you can't there's erase. There's still a lot of hurt. There's still a lot of hurt. And, and that's, it's going to take a while to get over that. Scars, you know. Scars don't fade away easily. Exactly. That's why they're called scars. <laughs> they're permanent. So, yeah, that was the third episode. That was Poison Ivy, which... For me, it was my favorite episode of the show so far, I think. So far, I, yeah, I did I did episode, really like yeah. the, the pilot had some 
issues that I, I had with it. But I it was think such for a, a pilot, it was, it was a great, it was a great pilot. pilot. I mean, every episode's been good yeah. so far. Like it's this show, but seems this so show fully... really this cemented storylines. It's brought in new storylines. It it showed blossoming relationships. I mean, in three episodes, there's just so much that's already happened and so much in this backstory that kind of we just come with this baggage. But it's like great, it's beautiful baggage to have for a show because it just has all this history that we want to know about. And I think the show's done a really good job in three episodes. It just arrives fully formed almost. Like in the pilot, it already knew what it was. Yes. And it's only gotten more and more of that. And and I do like that, yes, it's a show about kind of rich, pretentious bitches and evil and dicks. And, but it's also a show about family and, and, and heart. friendship and heart. Yeah, and that's what I love about it. Like, because I couldn't just deal with it if it was just party after party. Yeah, if it was just it, it's it's not it's not very soapy, and I think that's well. I mean, it's crazy soapy. It's but not, like, but it's not like melodramatic or anything. It's not nobody's. Dan said he had a melodramatic entrance today. There's there's melodrama. Dan, Dan is melodramatic. Don't get me started on Dan. You know how I feel about him. Well, Pussy. we're gonna have to talk about Dan for another hundred episodes. So get used to talking about Dan. We're gonna have to we're gonna have to have a therapy session I between you yeah. and me about why we don't like Dan. He's a pussy. Whatever. It's he's okay. not a why. He's just he has issues. He's in love. He's just so people ju- make mistakes. He's judgmental. He's self righteous. He thinks he's the moral compass, of the whole Upper East Side, because he's from Brooklyn, so he's better than everybody. That's not what he But thinks. yes, he wants to be part of it. But whatever. He can't have both. I understand that. And he's learning. They're all learning. No one right now is, is perfect. So speaking speaking of, of Dan, okay. how do you feel about Dan and Serena right now? All right, yeah. Let's, let's talk about some relationships. Dan and Serena, I mean, I really like them together. I love their first date. I thought they work really well together. And I think they both need something that the other person has. Like, I think they just work together. Yeah, they have the, the yin and the yang. Exactly. But, like, Serena needs that kind of, like, what is, like, kind of down-to-earth guy. Yes. Someone who's not from her thing. And Dan, maybe Dan needs validation a little bit, like kind yeah, of what you're does. saying. Yeah. But he also, I think he also feels like he needs to help her a little bit or save her. But that's not what Serena wants. Uh but, it's but just, that's where his self-righteousness yeah. comes in. There is some of that. Yeah. But it's a guy on a soap opera show. Like, that's going to be a thing. But we'll we'll go into it. But I think he just... I mean, he's obviously just been in love with her from the beginning. And, and I'm not really sh- sure if we know exactly why yet. For, I understand... Well, I think just because. Just yeah, because she just is because Serena exactly. Vanderwoodson. And I think he, he's falling in love with her now because he's seen, he is getting to know her. He's seen that... She is flawed, and I think that it's it's made him realize that she's this whole person, but it's also hurt him in a little bit because being Serena and being in love with her for so long, he has put her on a pedestal and wants her to be perfect, but nobody is perfect. Well, I think that was what happened last episode mm-hmm. where he was like, oh, she's not perfect, and so he kind of like, well, this is kind of – he kind of made a big deal about it, and he left. This is him realizing she is this flawed human, and maybe that's – okay and that is okay and she has this good side of yeah. her this protective of her brother yeah, exactly side, this, and, and, and he know? admitted he doesn't know everything that's going on he made assumptions and we a lot of assumptions have been made mm-hmm. and and he he wants to learn more about her and that's that's exciting for us i think as the viewers obviously excited for dan and serena because they want to know each other more uh so yeah i'm that's still probably my number one ship right now but uh jenny and eric jay and eric now let like, me ask you something yeah. do you feel that's kind of weird well, if they are going to be being related. the younger, be no, not their relationship, but just being the younger siblings of these other two are dating. Do you yeah, find is that, that that is really weird? Do you find I was that weird? About that. And then when you think about it, their mother and their father There's, have a little thing going on. That is, is that it's super weird? Yeah, okay. It's very Game of Thronesy. This like, is very, like three generations. Yeah. So let's let's just repeat that. So we have Rufus and Lily, the parents of Serena, Eric, Dan, and Jenny. They have hooked up in the past, and they are flirting now. And there's clearly something there's something there. there. There's something. And then Dan and Serena have gone on at least one date, and it looks like we're about there's to have number there, two. Yeah. yeah. And then Jenny and Eric have probably the most meaningful conversation we've seen anyone on the show have. Mm-hmm. Like, that's a conversation that's like, you don't do that on a first date. No, you don't. It's like even more, like, beautiful and, and not there romantic. There was this, it's, I mean, there was a friendship blossom. Yeah, exactly. Almost. It was this understanding of of younger siblings in this world. So that's something they can share. Exactly, and they allies. can they can also share that they both come from different worlds and not everybody understands them respectively, you know? 
Eric has been part of this world, but doesn't feel like he's part of this world. Jenny wants to be part of this world. So maybe they can help each other out. Perfect. It's all about, yeah, finding what the other person has to get them to the top of the Upper East Side. Uh, and then the other relationships, I mean, yeah, we've touched on Rufus and Lily. Mm-hmm. There was something there with Chuck and Blair during their scheming. There definitely was. I think scheming is is a great way to start a relationship. I don't know if you've ever done that. Scheming? No, yeah. Not, yeah no? I mean, okay. I mean, I guess there's always kind of fun, weird, I think, bullshit high school politics stuff. That yeah. Kind of, there was a little bit of that. I mean, there was never like a girl that in high school and you guys kind of like, you know, made fun of the, the retarded person in class. No, you they, awful human. You got together, no. and that was like a basis of the start of the relationship. No, no I, I can't say that. No. that. Is that? Did you have a relationship like that? You weird fucking person. <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> you probably were the retirement. Like, no, come on. No, no, we, but there was won. never one person that you both like. You and a girl both kind of like were just annoyed with. Like the person who always raised their hand, and you kind of like you, you sh- yeah, you bond based on shitting on other people. <laughs> yes, all right. Uh, I mean, sometimes yeah. yeah. I mean, I think that always happens with you can do even do with teachers. Like, oh, this yeah, teacher's bumming know? me out or whatever it is. Um, it's a good way to start. It's a good common ground to get on. Yeah, I mean, I remember there was this one girl in like because in senior year I was a part of that weird ASB crowd that they're all just like they're like the popular people, but they're like not I guess as cool as like this yeah. Because they actually care about stuff, but they're no. all they're all like just That's, as crazy. Caring is not cool, but they're also just as crazy and like huh. hypocritical and whatever. Like there, there's a lot of lies and secrets, and, and the gossip is crazy. And I remember like kind of bonding with someone when we would talk and point about how awful everyone else was. Mm-hmm. But that was I realized then I think everyone was having that conversation about everyone else at the same time. Was there a girl was, that you were kind of bonding with at that point? There, well, there was one. There was well, there was one that I was. Hang out. We'll call her R. Okay. Uh, and uh, Rachel. No, but uh, but she was. She ended up being my prom date. It's the only R name but I know. She wasn't the one. Like there was another one named Jay, and that was the one who I think would have been better. And Jenny. That, no, no. But I wish, right? Janet. No. Okay. That's all I got. <laughs> Close. No. Uh, Jane. <laughs> We're gonna find. I you. thought you said James. I was like, <laughs> yep. Okay. <laughs> to each his own. Yeah, and so. Uh, I don't know. Like, I think after the fact, I realized that maybe the scheming that Jay and I had was was more real, and that actually R was scheming against me. Ooh. Perhaps. Or, I mean, I was used for a prom date. That's my tragic. Uh, Sexually? No. Like, ah, that's too bad. No, I was basically just used to have one because she uh. didn't have one, and then once that was over, she just that was it. That's I got bad. a kiss on the cheek. For that's prom, yeah, I've never been. Not used that, like, not that I'm expecting anything like out of it, but like I thought we were gonna maybe start a relationship. Like I was that guy. I was, I was, I was Dan. Oh, wow. Yeah, I wanted, you were the girl. I want. Yeah, I, oh, yeah, I was Dan, man. Uh, I remember like she came to me and she was even like she said something like, "Have you been telling people we're in a relationship?" I had never said that ever. But apparently there was a rumor about that going around, and that freaked her out. It's and a so creepy, she like, Andy, a little creepy. I didn't, it's not, I didn't do it. Oh, no. People apparently were making rumors about Ooh. me. People were sabotaging my relationship. Gossip Girl was talking about you. Yeah, the top story on her <laughs> homepage was, was never it? me. Let's be honest, that's never happened. Uh, so yeah, I think we did this episode, and now we're gonna do a little Never Have I Ever. I think we've kind of already. Well, I, we, I wanted, wanna, I wanted okay. thoughts on your on rehab. Oh, okay. Well, this, Just, this was a big episode about rehab, and I feel yeah. like we haven't really discussed that yet. Have you been? I've never been to rehab. Do you want to go? Uh, no. Not, mm-hmm. I mean, like, I don't think I need to, or if there's any reason to, but I, I hope... I feel like a lot of times you hear about it, and it just—it sounds like just people are always going back there. Like it's never like you go to rehab. Be, it must be nice, right? It's relaxing. <laughs> you get to wear like, like comfort of clothes all day. Nobody's bothering you. You know. Well, I, I mean, I think a lot of times they are bothering you because they—they they want. There's a lot of therapy. There's a lot of talking about your feelings. There's a lot of that different things. Yeah, but that's it's. But when you're at the beach and it's nice, not in like some shitty assembly room in the middle of Pacoima. It's okay. It's, I mean, have you been to rehab? No, but I'd to like rehab? to go. You'd like to go to rehab? Yeah, just You'd like for to a vacation. It? A vacation yeah. to rehab? I mean, I feel like that's insensitive to people that actually need rehab. Like, I think it's important. Like, it is, yeah. yeah and, and I hope, like, I helps. actually have a friend who is, like, hopefully going. Like, oh, nice. I found that out re- very recently. So it's actually interesting that we just watched this episode. So okay. it's like, it is very close to home. God. I kind of, like, he, he wasn't really... 
upfront about it because he was embarrassed and didn't want to talk about it. But I kind of like sussed it out, and I'm like, I'm you hope- pulled it out of him. That and you I were just- like, are you going to rehab, you alcoholic fuck? No. Okay, good. Cause God, that's rude. Come on. <laughs> I'm trying to be real here, all right? And you're clearly showing your insecurities about a real conversation by making it awful. <laughs> no. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, it was basically, yeah, I just, I don't know. I wish, I hope it's good. I hope it's effective. I hope it's not just a vacation spot and then it just goes right back to the same stuff, which I feel like is what it always is. What we hear in the news from, like, especially in an L.A. standpoint, mm-hmm. it's always, like, people are just in and out of rehab and just going back in when they need to take a break and then they just go right back it's to what nice they're point. doing. And I don't think it actually solves things. I hope it does, but for a lot of people, it doesn't seem like it does. Um, but I don't think we're the ones that really should be talking about it because we we haven't been yeah. there. We don't know. What uh what Ivy League school would you go to? Ivy if you could go, if you could if go I to could any go Ivy League to school, Ivy League. Um, God, I guess Harvard. I mean, yeah. that's the that's like the the gold standard. Yeah. That's the number one. If I could, yeah. If I could, yeah. I think Harvard's a good choice because I think I would choose it more based on where it is. Like, I love the idea of Boston yeah. as, a, as a college town. Yeah. Like, that was that was my one regret is, like, I think that's the best college town. I don't know. I've not, I didn't go there. But it just it seems like it would be great. And so I think that's why I would choose Harvard over something else. I mean, I went to school in Ithaca where Cornell is. So that would not be my choice. Dartmouth seems fun. Princeton, I don't really want to go to Princeton. Yeah. And, and just based on location, like, I would much rather be in Boston than New Jersey. Um, not, I'm not hating on New Jersey right now. It, Yale, New, I think, would be nice. Yale would be really you know? good, nice too. Yeah, Connecticut. Yeah, yeah, Yale's in, yeah, and I think uh, Brown, Rhode Island, it's right there. So like, which it's kind of nice. It's kind yeah. of it's kind of secluded. I think off. they're all right there. They're all there. Yeah, I mean, it's all East Coast. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, that's why they're Ivy League. But would you, if you had like the choice between, I think we already talked about this, USC and Harvard, which one would you have chosen? Oh, we did talk about this. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I, yeah. And, and you said USC, USC because of yeah, film, yeah. and that's what you want to do. Yeah, you know, I guess you can't go wrong with any of these schools. Really, it, you get what you put into it, too. So, yeah, I mean, I'm, 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 I'm going with Harvard as yes, well. Yes, you only get what you give. Harvard and then Brown, though, because I like Harvard and Brown. Okay, Brown's a, it's a cool place in Providence. Well, I think you just want to go there because Serena's going to go there, and also Emma Watson went there. So okay, and she was one of my favorites. Hermione, man. Yeah, all right. Harry Potter. Okay. Uh, so yeah, now I hate that kid, but whatever. We've oh my god, we've been we're now ready for a little never have ever. Ooh. I think we're already getting too much to knowing each other too much right now. But let's play here. Do you want me to roll again first? Do you? Want I will to roll? roll first. All right. And we got a star, which is reader's choice. So I get to choose the selection here. Okay. Who? Never have I ever. Told a sibling I hated their boyfriend and girlfriend. Never have I ever told a sibling that I hated their boy. Have I ever told my brother like I've never liked one of his girlfriends? I feel like you're being very cautious of this question. I think you have. I'm trying to think. No, I haven't. No, no. I like. I'm trying to think if there's if there's any one of them that I didn't like. But no, they've all been nice. My sister-in-law is great. Yeah. I don't know. Th- I never have. I've never have you told- ever told your sister what a douchebag she was dating? Uh, not at the time. Afterwards, I was like, I didn't like him <laughs> okay. or whatever. And I think, I don't know. It was never. Yeah. Like Is I, she older or younger? She's younger. Okay. She's younger. I was the. So I, you, ha- you can, though. You can do that. I can do that. But yeah, I guess I, sh- I, I wish I had it. actually done it. Probably been more proactive about it. But, okay. but I wasn't. And also, I was kind of in college when a lot of that happened. So I couldn't be as I don't know it's not my place but at the same time but at the same time I mean it kind of is as the big brother as the yeah, I mean you want to but then like if you say something like that that probably just makes her want, like like yeah. or like kind of rebellious it's like yeah. the parent I think if you're not around I don't think you can say something I think yeah that's exactly but yeah alright next one go for it you want to roll oh yeah I got the school thing okay do we do this one or we just continue on you this you want to do the two I thought we do four oh okay had a private SAT tutor like Serena does when she's studying to retake the SATs. Well, see, that's a spoiler right there. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> she retakes the SATs? That's a whole, like, season arc of her retaking the SATs. <laughs> oh, my God. That sounds super she, like, boring. There's, like, three episodes where she keeps missing Saturday morning uh, SAT tests. Well, she's just hung over or something? Like, yeah, you know. Oh, she's man, Serena. Serena. Uh, no. No, <laughs> no. Okay. I did take a tutor for calculus in high school. Because, like, I used to be, like, I grew up being awesome at math, and I was even the kid that, like, was 
went to like high school math when I was in middle school. Like I even went to the high school and did it. And then something happened in like junior year or senior year for calculus where I just lost it. And it was like, it was awful. Like I'd never taken a math class and not gotten it before. And I just like couldn't do it. So I took like a tutor and it like didn't really help. And I was, it was like my low point as an academic, I think. I was just like, oh. And this is where they say you to the Ofstrup Center because you couldn't handle not doing math. <laughs> exactly. No, and what, what was interesting is I took calculus again in college and I, I, like it made complete sense to me and I nailed it. So like I don't know what was like – that was I think a year later or two years later. So I'm not sure – like I don't think I got any smarter then. Okay. So yeah, that was the only time I've taken a tutor was for that, for calculus in high school. Yeah, I had a math tutor in high school. But no, I did not take the SATs. Oh. Yes. Yeah, no, I took it. Yeah, so I took no, them I twice, know. but I didn't actually do anything no. special to prepare either time. I knew I was going to go to junior college in the beginning, so I was like, why waste the $13? $13, wow. <laughs> yeah, you could go get like a value meal or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Jeez, okay. Uh, you had your priorities. <laughs> Ooh, Ooh, broken the heart. heart. The broken heart. Never have I ever gone out with the Dan Humphrey of my grade. <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> I um, I'm going to say no. I didn't. I don't even know what that, like. Well, I would say uh, a person who is, you know, not very popular, very, uh, you know, somewhat very uh, smart and uh, well-read. and <laughs> This, like, wonderful human? Yeah. <laughs> so have you ever dated somebody that was better than you, is what they're trying to ask I don't, you. I, I don't think that's what they're... But no? But no. <laughs> no? Well, of my grade, like, I didn't really date anyone in high school, so no. <laughs> um, high school, no. I mean, I try to find women that are better than me, so, because you don't want... Is that what that means, or does that mean, like, I the feel... other guy, like, the the person who's in from a different world, like, kind of the Romeo and Juliet thing, where it's like... I think, I think a little bit of both. I think it's yeah, all encompassing yeah, yeah, that yeah. question. I think that statement is, like, you know, yeah, somebody... I mean, I... Somebody who compliments you. Well, that's obviously who we all want to date. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't know if anyone would be like, oh, that's the Dan Humphrey of my grade. Or whatever it is. I don't think that... Well, it wouldn't have existed anyway in well, my have high you, school. Well, have you guys out there ever dated the Dan Humphrey of your grade? Oh, yeah. And if you have, please send us an email. Send, we'd love to read the stories or anything that you guys have to say about the Dan Humphrey of your grade or the the person that you wanted to. Like maybe you dated the Chuck Bass of your grade. Oh, that's an even better story. Let's bring those yeah, out. Or, or the Serena Vanderwoods and, yeah. or the Eric, the Jenny. Or the, the Blair Waldorf. Maybe you dated Rufus, which, hey, that's Whoa. a crazy thing because he wouldn't have been of your grade. Yeah. Well, and that has been another episode of Gossip Guys, where and we got next week we have the fourth episode. Bad News Blair. Which, hey, means we're going to watch Bad News Bears beforehand. Or, or maybe just the trailer. Yeah, we're going to see how much we can do it. Yeah. I mean, this one's actually a good I've movie. I've never seen it. He's never seen it. I've never I, seen it. It's Walter Matthau being a drunk and exactly. teaching kids. I can't wait to play for Blair to be drunk teaching kids how that to play field awesome. hockey. Well, again, I think what we learn <laughs> is that it doesn't actually they're matter. They're just puns. They're just yeah. puns. They're not actually they don't have anything to do with the episode. Who knows? But, hey, hopefully you guys are following us along next with week. us. Join us next week. And please find us on Facebook at Gossip Guys. Follow us on Twitter at Gossip Guys Pod or on Instagram at the same thing. And you can also email us anything at all, you know, gossip from your school, gossip about you back in the day, Ooh, something yeah. you want to get off your chest. Like, yeah. come the on. The stories of whoever you dated. Yeah, what XOXO. We love you guys. And uh, our email is gossipguyspodcast at gmail.com. And we will see you next week. Have a good one, Upper East Siders.